Today on Watching Your Wealth, how to get conflict-free retirement advice. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Ann Turgeson is a reporter for WSJ Wealth Advisor and a retirement expert. Welcome back, Ann. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. So, Anne, I think a lot of people are going to be interested in this topic of how to get conflict-free retirement advice. But I think a key part of this story, from what a great story that you have out today, talks about the difference between a broker and a registered investment advisor. So before we go into the conflict-free part, would love for you to just give us briefly what the difference is between a broker and an RIA. Yeah, I know. This is a very confusing thing for everybody. Um, When you hear the word financial advisor, you automatically think, okay, this is a a person who's going to give me advice that's going to be in my best interest. But in fact, financial advisors come in two broad categories. One are called registered investment advisors or RIAs. Um, These people have to Um, do what's in your best interest. They are legally bound to do so, um, or they must disclose their conflicts to you and make it very clear to you that they have conflicts. But the brokers um, have a different standard. Um, And this is what the Labor Department was trying to address with its fiduciary rule. Currently, the brokers um, are allowed to simply recommend products that are suitable for you. So they can actually accept compensation, and they can accept compensation from mutual funds or, um, you know, annuities that pay them more. So essentially give them an incentive to recommend those products. Um, and th- those are conflicts of interest. Um, but it doesn't. But the standard that they're held to is simply that they must pick products that are suitable for you. So they're allowed to, to do that. So there are more inherent conflicts in the brokerage mo- in the, the broker's uh, compensation than in the uh, registered investment advisor's compensation. So, you know, basically, if you want um, financial advice that's always going to be in your best interest, you should seek out an RIA, um, not a broker. Gotcha. So, if you're seeking out an RIA, though, are you guaranteed that this person is always going to act in your best interest? So, once again, <laughs> that's kind of interesting because, in fact, just because an advisor is an RIA um, and serves as, as a fiduciary doesn't mean that they don't have any conflicts of interest. I mean, almost everybody has some conflicts of interest. So, it really depends on how you, you as, a, as the consumer, need to discuss with an RIA that you're planning to hire. What are his or her conflicts of interest? You need to ask them how they're compensated. And in every compensation model, there are conflicts of interest. So you need to be aware of that. Now, there's more folks becoming RIAs than they are. There's big growth in that industry. But I want to be clear, though, we're not necessarily bashing brokers. I mean, brokers have their place still for folks, too. Exactly. I mean, if you know that you want to buy... Apple stock, you know, certainly it makes a lot more sense to do that with a broker. If you're if you're self-directed and you know what you want, um, you're going to pay those commissions, but it, your total cost could be a lot lower than hiring someone to give you financial advice that you don't need. So you have to think very clearly about your needs. That's a really, really great point. I want to take a quick break, then I want to get some tips for you on how we can pick the right person. AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. 
upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash wallstreet, oracle.com slash wallstreet. Need to check in on Wall Street? Listen to Heard on the Street and stay one step ahead of the headlines only on WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. We're speaking to WSJ's Ann Turgeson on how to get conflict-free retirement advice. And how can we pick the right advisor for us? Well, that's a kind of a complicated uh, <laughs> process. But basically, you need to, to, if you're looking for an RIA who's going to serve in your best interest, you need to, I, I think the first step is to think about, you know, people who are good matches for your needs. So, you know, for example, there are people who specialize in small business owners. They specialize in, you know, high-tech executives who have a lot of, you know, pre-IPO stock. I mean, think about your needs and about who's going to match those needs. Um, you also need to do uh, to look up their disciplinary history with the SEC that's on file. Um, and it really is important to check and make sure that they have certain credentials. Um, and the CFP is a very good one because it's a very rigorous education and background. And you also want to ask how much they're paid and if they even work with clients like you, because I know some millennials may not have that right, the amount of money that the advisor is looking to work with at that time. Exactly. It's very important to think about what compensation model you as the client are most comfortable with? How do you want to pay this person? Some people, some of the advisors simply charge assets under management, which is fine. That's very common. Um, but, you know, that can create certain conflicts. For example, the an advisor who charges that way may not want their their clients to do things like pay down mortgages because that reduces the amount that they have available to invest. So you just have to be aware of these conflicts. Um, maybe you don't need a lot of help handholding. So you might be better off actually just trying to find someone who will work for you on an hourly basis for an hourly fee. Um, if you don't have a lot of assets, that that probably would be a lot more attractive. If we already have an advisor, should we expect them to be talking to us in the in the coming weeks and months about things like the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule if they haven't already mentioned it to us? And if so, should, is what are some questions we should be asking them in return? Yeah, I mean, the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule at this point, is the, the fate of that is, is very uncertain. It seems like the Trump administration has asked the Labor Department to review it, um, to, either with a view to delaying it or actually maybe getting rid of it altogether. So it's hard to know whether advisors will raise this um, with clients, but certainly clients should feel free to ask, you know, questions about what is what is the fiduciary rule all about? Are you a fiduciary? That's a very important question to ask um, your advisor, whether you already have an advisor or whether you're looking for an advisor. I mean, if the answer is no... Um, and you need investment, you need both investment advice and, you know, a financial financial planning advice, you may want to reconsider whether you want to work with somebody who says they're not a fiduciary. Great tips as always. Thank you so much, Anne. Oh, you're welcome. And be sure to check out Anne's article, How to Get Conflict-Free Retirement Advice, on WSJ.com, and it will be in the paper this weekend, right, Anne? Yes. All right, great. Thank you so much. And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? We may even call you and have you on the show. 
Email us at podcast at DowJones.com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.